Hi guys and welcome back to the Weekly Live podcast. I am Lucy Evans and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you live a healthier and happier life physically as well as mentally in a way that is realistic and most of all sustainable long term. It is my mission to humanise the female fitness industry and I love that you are here with me on this journey. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Your Weekly Lift and by the time this podcast gets released I will be back on UK soil. Um, I can't believe that our month in Bali is coming to an end. Um, It has gone so quick and so many of you have said to me how quick it's gone as well Um, which is crazy. I can't believe we're nearly done. Um, You guys would loved the podcast I did a couple of weeks ago as well on um, living and working in Bali. So maybe I'll do a few more off topics thrown in there occasionally. Um, But just to give you a little update, the last two weeks have gone even better than the second two weeks because I feel like we have settled into our flow and yeah, we're just fully immersed now into Bali life. Um, unfortunately this week Louis has had come to, has come down with the classic barley belly which is basically um, food poisoning um, so that hasn't been great or the best way to spend our last few days but I mentioned in last week's podcast that um, the weather had been a little bit on and off but this week it must know that we're going home soon because it has been glorious sunshine so he's obviously had to fully sit in the shade and just rest for the last few days but it has been on the positive side that I've managed to top up my tan in my free time. So I thought I'd just start with a little bit of a quick update before I get into this week's podcast because I know that you guys have been following this journey and um, it's definitely been a learning experience for me. I think two weeks ago I said I don't know if I would do it again or I said like I don't I don't think I was confident whether I would do it again. Four weeks on I 100% would do it again. I think we have learned so much about this like about ourselves during this last month and we'd be silly not to do it again because we I feel like next time we would settle into things so much quicker because we have done the hard work now, really. Anyway, today I want to talk to you guys about hitting a plateau in your fat loss journey because sometimes you hear the word plateau thrown around and people will say things like, oh, I've hit a plateau and I'm not getting anywhere or my body has adapted to these calories and I'm not seeing results um, when actually that is not true and sometimes when we describe a plateau we haven't actually hit a true plateau so what do you do when your fat loss results have stalled and how do you move forward to ensure that you can maybe get that last bit of fat off and I have worked with hundreds of women now um, but within those women I have definitely had clients that have come to me maybe already having done or lost a significant amount of weight and they can't seem to get over the last hurdle Um, and they worry that you know what they've got themselves on in terms of calories and exercise isn't right or isn't working or isn't right for their body but 
Before you go and make any adjustments or stress that you need to be lowering your calories or increasing your exercise or making some drastic change to see or continue to see results, I want you to ask yourself three questions. And if you answer yes to these three questions, or you can fully say you have given your all to these three questions, then it is probably likely that you have hit a plateau or you want to, um, or you need to change and you need to change something. However, nine times out of 10, I usually find that it isn't that the calories are wrong or it isn't that they are not doing enough exercise. It's that they are not doing one of these three questions. So the first question to ask yourself when your fat loss progress has stalled is, are you being consistent enough? And I actually shared a quote on my Instagram stories today about um, nutrition having a big impact on your fat loss journey, Um, exercise and everything else having the next amount of impact. But the thing that ties it all together and the people who get the best results are the people that are consistent. Not perfect, I just want to add, consistent. So a really good way to rate your consistency, and I actually do this with my clients who sometimes think they've had really good months and reality is when they actually look back and rate it, um, the reality is very different. But I want you to look back at your last four weeks And I want you to give them a rating out of 10 in terms of how consistent you have actually been. Not how you think you've been, how you actually have been. Um, 10 being I have been perfect, I've ticked all my boxes, I've hit my step goal, I've tracked accurately, um, and I've done absolutely everything. Um, Zero being I've done absolutely nothing. And you know, probably a six or a seven being somewhere like, I've done my exercises, I missed one. Oh, and I did six days tracking, but I actually did miss one or I went drastically over my calories on one day. If you are falling anywhere below an eight in out of 10 in any of those weeks, then you aren't being consistent enough. And that's because you've got too many gaps in your diary or too many gaps in your weeks that are letting you down and therefore stalling your results. So examples where I see gaps. Um, A classic one is when people tell me that they are in a calorie deficit, but they aren't seeing results. But when you actually dig deeper into the reality, if you're only tracking Monday to Thursday and then Friday it tends to go out the window and then Saturday you have too much to drink and then Sunday you're hungover, you aren't being considered enough with your nutrition in order to see results. On the flip side of that, if you have set a calorie target um, and you promised yourself that when you set that target you were going to be doing four workouts a week and 10,000 steps a day and you are constantly missing this target or you're constantly missing workouts, then the calories that you are on are not going to be accurate. So it's great that you've hit your calories and it's great that you're being more aware of your calories or um, staying accountable to your nutrition. But if you're not expending the energy or doing the exercise that you set your, like you promised yourself, 
then that calorie target is irrelevant because it could be the difference between you sitting in that deficit or being at a maintenance phase. And like I said at the start of this, you can have your nutrition plan, you can have your training plan, but without the consistency and without the con- like the week on week of ticking your boxes no matter what, you aren't going to have results. And I actually look at my clients' consistencies on their weekly check-ins. So I will pull up their calendar and they will have various things that they have to tick off throughout the week. And that might be their workouts, it might be their steps. I can see how many calories they've consumed. And I will look for gaps. And more often than not, the people that get the best results are the calendars that I pull up and there are only one or two gaps maybe in the week. And that's because that means they've been 80% consistent. The people that don't get the results are the people that maybe have sporadic weeks where there's more ticks than not. But when you actually open up their calendar and you look at their month as a whole, the ticks are lacking. So what I'm trying to say, guys, is if you aren't seeing fat loss results, then you need to consider your consistency. And if one week of being great and one week of not being great is currently where you're at, then you are not being consistent enough to see those results. And if you're not being consistent enough, then ask yourself why. It might be that you have yourself on too lower calories. Therefore, increasing them for ever so slightly might give you that more flexibility and therefore, you can be more consistent with your nutrition. It might be that you've got yourself on an exercise plan that you don't actually enjoy doing and you dread going to your workouts every week. So changing up your exercise so that you can look forward to it as much as exercise, you can look forward to exercise as much as possible. Um, You can look forward to it and you're much more likely to stick to it. But in order to be consistent, something needs to be realistic and making your plan and your goals as realistic to your life as possible is going to be key. The second thing you need to ask yourself is how accurate are you being? Because sometimes I'll have clients say to me that they saw loads of great results at the start of their fitness journey, um, but they're not seeing them now and they actually maybe need to lower their calories because they feel like their body is adjusted. But if you are truly honest with yourself, when you're comparing your progress from the start of your journey to now, are you putting in the same effort as what you were at the beginning in comparison to what you are now? And are you being as accurate with what you say you're doing compared to what you were doing at the start? Now, I am a big believer that your chapter one isn't going to be the same as your chapter 12, right? So you aren't always going to be maybe as accurate as you were in the first eight weeks as what you are in the fourth eight weeks. And you know why? It's because the need to change isn't there so much. So an example of this is in your first eight weeks, you have got yourself to a point where you are so unhappy with where you currently are that you want to change it and you are willing to put in the work to change it but four months down the line you've probably already got some really nice results and the way to change or the direction for change 
or what you need to do in order to continue to see results just isn't worth it anymore and you're not as miserable as what you were at the beginning within yourself therefore you allow yourself to get a little bit complacent on things but if you are going to get complacent then you cannot expect the same level of results so an example of how accurate you're being are you weighing your food correctly or have you got complacent with weighing your food um now don't get me wrong i don't think you should have to weigh your food forever um but equally like if you're somebody who gets a little bit happy with the cereals or the pasta or the rice then maybe weighing your food actually is beneficial Or if you're someone that says that, oh, that's about 10 grams of peanut butter on my toast, but actually you've used triple that amount, then again, weighing your food will be beneficial. A lot of people moan that they're not getting the results, but actually weighing your food can be the difference between maintaining and or being in a calorie deficit. Because actually weighing your food helps you see that how much you are actually consuming versus what you actually think you are consuming. And it can bring a lot of awareness around portion sizes. The second thing in terms of accuracy is, are you tracking everything that passes your lips? So, and you know, a good way, like people will put things in my fitness pal, but they haven't actually, or they, what they've actually eaten is very different. So asking yourself that question, have you truly tracked everything that's past your lips? You know, catch up on your dinner, uh, that latte that you had earlier, the kids' tea that you finished off, the extra crisps in the packet. You know, have you truly, truly tracked and consumed the amount of calories that you say you're consuming? Because again, that could be the difference between you sitting at a maintenance range and not seeing results versus being in a calorie deficit. Are you committing to tracking properly? Or are you sticking it all in at the end of the day? Um, Again, that's something I commonly see. And it's actually something I struggled with myself when I decided to come away from calorie counting for a little bit. But I was actually getting to a point where I wasn't doing it properly and I was just sticking it all in at the end of the day. And if you're doing that, maybe it's time to reconsider whether calorie counting is still for you. Because maybe you don't need to do it anymore. But if you... I stopped calorie counting because I wasn't trying to lose fat or I wasn't trying to actively reach a goal. Whereas if you want fat loss above anything else, then making sure you are committed to it 110% and putting it above most other things is going to be key. So if you're sticking all your food in at the end of the day, then there will be 100% be things that you forget because a whole day's happened by then and there will be things that have creaked in your mouth that you've probably forgotten about and they could actually put you over your daily calories it's also just about that planning and that accountability if you put things in as you go then you're much less likely to have any nasty surprises like oh i didn't know there was that many calories in this and therefore i actually end up going over my calories but if i'd put it in before i would have known and not been able to have it um And it will also keep you more accountable because if you've actually planned what you're going to have, you're much more likely to stick to it and you won't be so reactive to your day based on like what happens and therefore the choices that you make. So for example, like if you've planned a dinner into your calories already and you know you have the food at home, 
then you're much more likely to go home if you've had a stressful day and just cook what's already there than go to Sainsbury's and react based on your emotions like and choose your dinner based on your emotions because you've already planned it and you've already put it in and you already know that it fits your calorie allowance number three is patience are you being patient enough so if you've answered yes to the consistency piece and you've answered yes to the accuracy piece but you have had an iffy few weeks and maybe you know you were ill then maybe you were on holiday and then maybe you had a night out and you actually ended up not tracking and then you have a week where you do hit your calories and you do do your exercise you cannot expect drastic results in seven days so if you are expecting drastic results in seven days then you're being too impatient we are what we do over a consistent period of time. In fact, if you want to see where you'll be next year, then look at where you are today and look at what your actions are and what your actions are doing today. You cannot expect to have an iffy few weeks and then go and put in the graph for one week and expect to see the results. Like you didn't get to a point you were unhappy in the space of a month so don't expect to undo that progress or uh, make that same progress or get back to where you were in a month you need to be patient and a really good way to deal with patience is realizing that the journey is key to actually being able to sustain it long term so a lot of the time people will say oh i just want to get there now and you know i i get really impatient and disheartening when it's so slow but actually if someone gave you your dream body tomorrow you wouldn't be able to maintain it because you haven't learned how to be in a social occasion and track your food you haven't learned how to get back on it after a tough day you haven't learned what your portion sizes need to look like in order to maintain so the journey and the things you learn along the way are key so you have to have that time period where you actually learn and change your habits and actually sometimes the slower you lose it the less likely or the more likely you are sorry (laughs) to keep it off um because it means you've probably done it in a realistic and sustainable way and then lastly, if you have tried all of the above, then you are and you are truly 100% sure that you are being consistent, you are 100% sure you're being accurate, and you are 100% sure you're being patient, then maybe it's time to change something. So a really good way to change something is to get a second pair of eyes. And as I said at the start of this podcast, I have helped lots of women now in a very similar position where they have lost a decent amount of fat, but they can't seem to get that last bit off and get themselves over the line. Having a coach will help almost zoom out because sometimes we're actually too close to our daily routines to really work out what's going wrong so a coach will almost provide that second perspective of what is how is your day what are your days looking like how consistent are you actually being and be able to give you that honest feedback based on what they can see secondly like 
sometimes making a change gives us a mindset shift and a and a refocus so almost having that freshen up or taking your fitness journey to that next level is making that commitment with yourself that you are worthy of getting that next bit of weight off um it there comes a point right where you can't do always do it alone and it's not it's the same in business like I got to my first two years of business pretty much being able to do everything myself. I implemented new ideas, I grew it, I, um, you know, everything that you see in terms of lift, I got there from my own hard work and my own ideas. But I got to a point eventually where I was like, okay, if I want to take this any further, I need to seek a second pair of eyes and a second perspective and I need to get fresh ideas and I need to change things up. And that is when I invested in a business mentor. And it's no different as to when you are on a fat loss journey, taking your fat loss journey to that next level and investing in somebody else or an expert to help you get to that next level is invaluable. Um, And a lot of people don't realize how much they need it until they actually have it. So if you are finding yourself in a position where your fat loss has stalled and you aren't seeing the results you want to see, I hope that you have found this podcast helpful. Seriously sit down and ask yourself these questions. And if you need a second perspective, I do have a couple of coaching spaces open in March. Um, If you click the link in the show notes, it will take you to my online coaching website page. Um, That will give you some detail, but you can fill out the form and I can pop you over an info pack. Um, But like I said, ask yourself these questions first before you go drastically dropping your calories or adding in more exercise or adding more to what is probably already a stressful plate. See what tweaks you can make on what you are already doing and watch how it impacts your results. And lastly, if you have found this podcast helpful or any of the podcasts that I have done helpful, then please rate and review. Um, I would love to hear your feedback. I love to see you share where you're listening or what you found helpful. Um, It genuinely means so much. And I honestly do log on every day and see what episodes have been listened to and how many listens I've got and how many of you I'm impacting. And I genuinely am loving watching those numbers grow and recording this podcast every week. So do me a favor, rate, review if you're finding it helpful, Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening on, there is a way to rate um, or leave a rating um, and I would love to hear it. Um, I hope you all have fantastic weeks. Um, I'm looking forward to catching back up with everybody when I am on UK soil um, and I will speak to you soon.